Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Show. Good evening, Mr. Splash. 
Uh-oh. Mr. Splash. Uh-oh. Are we a little shy? Hey. Hey. It's time to clear, y'all. <laughs> I had, phone, I had to get my phone situated. I'm like, hold up. I hear y'all, but hold on. All right, all right, all right. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> well, anyway, let me introduce myself. I am your favorite host that brings you the most, the queen troublemaking of the airways, also known as the superheroine of all radio. That's right. It's me, known AKA as Queen Wonder Dre. That's right. And we're going to bring you an hour of laughter and fun. And we're going to cut up tonight. And we also got some things that we got to talk about. You know how we do? Wait a minute. We'll talk to you with the identification. There you go. Right, because we got to talk about some things with the folks out there. You know that. 
You know, well, first I got to tell you, well, I know people are going to say, what, when I tell them this, but I done crossed over. I, I bumped with Trump now. You say what? what? Wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait, wait. I bumped with Trump. Twin. My wonderful to join the Trump team. Like, why wow, you see a wonderful now? I'm so proud of you. Wait. <laughs> Y'all don't come at me at one time. I'm going to tell you why. Just for a minute, though. Just for a minute. I don't like him like that now. Now, I, just for a minute. Because let me tell you what, what, about, what he did when I say I vote with Trump. You know, he gave us a little bit more on our money. So he's taking out less taxes. When it comes down to our check, did anybody notice that? Did y'all look at your face? Yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed that, but did you notice that in five years you're gonna be paying that smooth on back? Next year. Next year. Next year. Next year. It's actually, actually next year. That this is true. This is true. Now I think the whole object of the game is I'll give you more, you know, money as far as taxes is concerned. You're getting more money you know, now, but when it comes down to the taxes and you get the file, you're going to be getting less taxes back because of the fact that you got most of the money before time. I don't know, you know, now I ain't saying that I really brought with them. I'm messing with y'all when I say that, you know what I'm saying? I kind of like to look at them. I scared y'all. I don't know, Wonder Joy. I don't know. You sound like like one of those Republicans from Pennsylvania over there. Let me tell you something real quick. You sound like one of those little black Republicans. But Trump only did that. He only did that because he knew the midterm was coming up. And he was trying to vote to get the Republicans back and keep the Republicans back in office. So he figured, well, hey, if I do this real quick, give everybody plus the low-income people extra money on their on their low-income taxes and all that stuff, they 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 stay with me and stick with me. And see, you sound just like one of these low-income people. Oh yeah, my taxes are good. Oh, I like Trump. I like Trump. You know, you can be paying that. That, you're going to pay that all that next year times five because you're going to pay for the million dollar in, in, in the rich taxes, too. See, you don't even no, know what you're all excited for. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? And the thing is, I don't know what it's like to be rich. I'm going to be honest with you. So, you know what I mean? I'll just stay in a little class that I am by myself. <laughs> But I noticed now, it was funny because he was saying he's trying to send the troops home. But at the same time, with this war that we have, it's getting worse out there. So it's like, how are you talking about sending the troops home when y'all flaring up issues and trouble and making it worse for us? If any, we're going to be sending more troops out there. He just started the war, didn't he? He did. He created it. He just started it. Ain't getting no he just started shooting missiles and stuff, from what I heard. Yeah, yeah, he's starting his mess, and, you know, I hate to see, you know, more troops coming home in body bags and, and boxes. This is this is getting crazy. It's, it's really out of control, you know, and I'm, part of me is thinking that he's trying to, you know, start the midway, so that way, by the time he gets to the end of his term, he came up with some type of success or whatever and trying to get people to vote for him. But I think this war thing is going to get real ugly. It's going to get real deadly. A lot of people are going to lose some family members and stuff. And that's going to be the determination not to get him back in the office. But the thing that's killing me is everybody wants to talk about, oh, he needs to get impeached. He needs to get impeached. I'm not understanding. 
man, and this man paid his way to get into the office. And if it had been somebody else, they would have been impeached. Now, recently, they had him on the news for an affair because he was like, he did his um, affair during the time that his wife was pregnant with the last child. Another lady came up and testified and said that he gave me a spanking. So they asked her, and this is kind of crazy, they asked her how did he spank her. He said he pulled his pants out and pulled his thing Thank out and, and actually spanked her on the behind. And I'm like, this is our president? This is the man that's actually leading our country? Are you serious? Yeah. And he hasn't true. got he hasn't got exposed and impeached yet and impeached? Are you serious? Wow. It's just amazing to me how this man has gotten away with so much. Maybe if I was rich, maybe I could get away with a whole lot of stuff. But all I know is I'm some black chick. I do the smallest little thing, and it's like, uh, you know, you're fired. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Money, money, money seems like that's the power nowadays. But then again, you got people starting to, starting to, starting to open their mouths now, and everybody's starting to run and, and talk. So it's 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 a lot coming out now, and everything you know it's it's a ledge it's a ledge you know you never know you know it's crazy yeah it's crazy Stormy Stormy Daniels she she's doing her thing out there so allegedly you know he he supposedly paid her off but we'll find out wow. Wow. Well, you know what? I believe he did that because, you know, he's trying to cover up some stuff. But the thing is, you still got to go home to your wife and answer to her. And I'm sure she's already feeling some type of way. She she looks like she don't even like him, you know, at the same time. Yeah. And he's like, every time when I see them on the news, it's like he's always trying to pull her closer to him. You know what I'm saying? She always got to be distant. So it's like, we really see what time it is, but it's just sad, you know? So it's just getting more and more stories are coming out, and it's like, wow. Like, I feel sorry for her because she feels trapped. <laughs> she she want to be trapped. That's why looking all dumb. Yes, 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 she is. You know, it's a lot of things that's going on. I did want to talk about some current events and stuff, too, and then I'm going to go into my topic. So I heard that Queen Latifah's mother passed away. Oh, yes, that's true. I was like, wow, oh, my goodness. Now, for those who didn't know, the mother that played on um, Living Single was actually her mother. So, um, you know, she actually got a chance to do some scenes and stuff with her mom on Living Single. And um, it was really sad to see and hear because them two was very, very close. Um, She was raised by her mom. And um, she didn't have a close relationship with her dad at all. But the fact is that she was nominated for an award and she couldn't even go because, you know, her mom had passed away. And I think the funeral was probably on the same day as the award, you know, the, you know, award show that she was supposed to be going to. So, you know, um, condolences to the family of them. And um, just a lot going on with that, man. That's, you know, that's, that can kind of bring your spirits down, you know. But mm-hmm. um, then we had another, um, we had Barbara Bush yeah. who passed away. Yeah. She was, what, 90, I think she was? 90 or 92? I think she was 92. 
Yes, yes. Now, the reason for, you know, my show, and this ties right into my show, because she actually, now she had congestive heart failure, but she also had Graves' disease, which is the same disease that I was diagnosed with. And it's a very rare um, disease that, you know, that comes from thyroids. Now, for those, let me just break that down to you. For those that don't know what Graves' disease is, it's the terminal part of thyroids, which means that it can, like, literally eat you up like cancer. You, like, literally, like, dramatically start losing weight. It's an overactive thyroid. It controls your um, equilibrium. It controls your heart rate. Uh, so a lot of times you, you have an irregular heart rate, and most of the times it's over, you know, beating more beats than a normal actual person would. Um, so it's a very scary disease. Um, also, Wendy Williams has Graves' disease. Um, For those who've seen the time when she had passed out on the show, um, that was due to Graves' disease. It can literally take you out of here. It's, It's something that can come and go. It's um, it goes into remission, you know, and at at certain times and at certain times you, you know, you get gain your weight back, you're getting better, you're gaining your strength, but you have to really know what foods to eat, what foods to stay away from and things like that at the same time. Um, Things such as stress and things like that can trigger on this disease as well. Now, the surprising part about it is that. Barbara Bush had it, but so did um, her other children. A lot of them come to find out throughout the family has Graves' disease as well. So it's, you know, like kind of interesting to see how this is going to kind of pass down the line and how things is going to be with them. The blessing was that they were able to spend time with her even when she was doing hospice care. They were just keeping her comfort. And, you know, the family just stuck together and they just, you know, stayed there, you know, the last couple of days. And they was like pretty much like counting it down, you know, until she finally passed away. Um, but here's the thing. I said, you know what? I'm going to talk about this because not only does it encourage someone out there that could be sick, um, but it also, you know, it's like a dedication to Barbara Bush because she lived a long time with this Graves disease. Um, she was like, this first came about, I say about maybe 91, 92 when she first got diagnosed with it. Um, and she was like going through, it, you can literally, it's almost like going through cancer because the times that, you know, you have to go through radiation to shrink the thyroid or to bring the thyroid down. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Sometimes you go through surgery. Some people just take radiation pills. Um, I had went through the same thing, and I had to take actual radiation pills um, to take it down. But it, it was, like, so bad to the point where I was losing so much weight, I went down to 90 pounds. Um oh, wow. I didn't have any type of strength. It was very hard to walk. Uh, It took me down to the point where I couldn't eat. I couldn't feed myself. Someone had to feed me. Um, You got the handshakes and stuff like that because once you start losing weight like that, your nerves and everything else just, just out of whack. Everything is just not 
is out of control at that point. Next thing you know, you can easily just pass out, just like Wendy Williams did when she passed out. That was real stuff right there. You know what I mean? All you know is that everything just goes. It's without warning. Um, Fortunately, and I know it was through a lot of prayers, you know, that I received my healing by not even doing the medication anymore. I took myself off the medication. And, you know, after that, I started feeling better and started doing herbs and eating better and things like that. And shoot, now I think I'm weighing just about the same amount I did in the beginning, maybe a little bit more. Oh, just a lot of eat, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, so we will get more into this story in a minute. But before I do, let me just announce what this topic is going to be about tonight. So we're going to be talking about I ain't got time to die because I'm too busy living. I'm not going to turn in the towel because at the end, I'm going to win. So. Hopefully this will encourage someone tonight. We're going to talk about various things. We're going to talk about some things that you got to do before you decide you're going to check out. There's some things in your life that you need to have in order. We're going to talk about that tonight. How about that? All right. So we got Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Olaski on the wheels of steel, and he got a little track that he want to play. That's going to bless our spirit. So, yeah. Mr. Mr. Olaski, come on and lace us. Baby, come walk with me. Because you've been away too long. I can miss selfishly, and I know. I was wrong, oh, I am basic completely. My life has meaning, yeah. Baby, I cherish you, and I promise to love. Now it's crazy to me. I've been running all this time. You waited patiently on earth. You would not find love and I need you so deeply. And your love has set me free, yeah. Baby, I treasure you and I promise to love Your heart has been 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, I can lose hope. I can get dismayed and say, why? Why did this happen? But at the end of the day, I got to look at this child and say, I got a child to raise. I ain't got time to die. I got to get myself together. I got to pick myself up. And I got to do what I got to do because at the end of the day, this child needs his mama. Okay? And yes, and it was amazing to me when my son would come in every day. And as five years, a five year old kid, actually learning how to pray and praying for me. And I heard him pray one day and it woke me up and he said, you know, my, um, let my mom be okay. Let my mom be, you know, here when I get back, you know, I want her to be able to raise up out of this bed. I want her to see me become a man. I want her to see me graduate. I'll do whatever I got to take, you know, to help my mom. If I have to help feed her, help clothe her, whatever I have to do, but God, just don't take my mom away. Mm-hmm. And it's like prayers like that of a child. And then not to mention that I had my mother, Doris, was just, she was just the queen of prayer, okay? She was one of those, do you know what I'm saying? She was one of them holy rollers. She didn't play that, okay? So she was like, not my daughter. We ain't bearing my child, not my baby. It's good to have a couple of them in your family, you know what I mean? Because I'm going to tell you, some good friends to get you through, you know? So, you know, I look at myself now, not in disgrace, you know, that I'm a size 20, but more like embraced and happy. Like, you know what? I look good and I feel good, you know? So that's where I'm coming from. So with me seeing that... um, you know, what Barbara Bush had went through and then recently with the experience that, um, what's her name, Wendy Williams had. And also there's a gospel artist that is, and I see we do have a call in the queue. I'll be right with you in one minute. Uh, we have a gospel artist that actually went through the same thing. And she's formerly known from the Winans family, Vicki Winans. Um, I don't know if anybody followed the story on her. She had a very tragic um uh, like let down when she had her Graves disease, she lost so much weight. She had to stop singing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, actually went through the actual surgery and was taking the medicine and, you know, and all that stuff. And she was like, she had to stop singing for a good while. Um, she went from being a sick chick to being small. Now she done gained some of her weight back. And then here's the thing. Some people can actually gain their weight back but they may not get back to the size where they originally were. You know what I mean? Um, and in some cases, they still stay small, but they're a little bit more healthier. Some people, they go past that. And sometimes it flips and you become bigger because the thyroid disease can also trigger. And instead of being overactive, it could be underactive. So it can, you know, flip the opposite way around. So a lot of people suffer from that at the same time, but we will go ahead and get this caller in before we get into the depth of our um, topic. So I'm going to bring this first caller on. Caller number one. Hey, who do we got on the line? This corner poet from North Carolina. Hey, how are you? Good, I'm good. Um, I like uh, what you were talking about with the diseases, you know, because I, I deal with uh, a disease. I was born with sickle cell anemia, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, I 
um, I know exactly like that top the topic, you know, uh, saying that I'm not, um, I ain't, I ain't got time to die. I'm too busy living, you know, it's, that's powerful, you know, like, yes. um, you know, cause like, uh, I know everybody dies, but like with sickle cell, um, it's so many people that's falling left and right, you know, and like, I'm an advocate for sickle cell and like, it's people that died younger than me that has wow. died younger than me, you know, like, uh, didn't even get to see 2020, get, didn't even get to see their 21st birthday, you know, stuff like that. Wow. People, people still dropping like flies. And, um, like, what I tell, uh, what I tell folks is that, um, that it's, it's just, you know, like, you know how, like, the police is killing innocent blacks, you know, in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like the same thing, but it's a different setting. Like, it's doctors that don't even want to uh, help treat sickle cell because it's a predominantly people of color disease, you know. And like, because if you compare sickle cell to cancer patients, no disrespect, but cancer gets more um, acknowledgement and more support than sickle cell, you know. So like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and I um. I wrote a poem, and I think it goes good with it. Like it's talking, I'm talking about my pain, and it's me talking the pain as if pain was a person, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. do you mind if I could speak this real fast? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Mhm. My soul asked me, "What would I tell pain if it was human?" Here is pain. How are you today? I'm good. Q can't complain. How's that hip? Hope you've been coping. Heard I'm giving you a slight depression. I'm sorry, but it wasn't my attention. Overheard the combo with your bro. Telling you from your actions, you need a slight antidepressant. Yeah, man, it sucks. Feeling down and around. Just striving to stay afloat. You gave me AVN at both hips, but the left one wasn't the problem. Till now. And now. My whole body is killing me, man. Thanks a lot, Mrs. Payne. Trying to figure out what I can do about this thing. You keep putting the strain on me. Can't let my pain be the problem. I got to be the strong one in the family. I won't let you beat me down. I will stand my ground. No more of these mind games. You feel me now? Pain is a sense of feeling that only send actions to the mind. You ain't real. You just as real as our brain lets you become. When I take my mind off the pain, then everything you do after is done. Don't feel no more pain. Sucks I got to pop painkillers just to slightly numb the stain. Said if I smoke dope, then my family will look at me the same. But the only way I feel control is when I hold it at green. Take my mind off it. My body, it relaxes it. Chronic pain, it tackles it. Different pain, you out of it. I'm proud of it. Put pain in these palms with hopes that I touch, touch just one. More person is feeling this sickle cell like I am. Type SS. Got a lot on my mind. I hope y'all chill and listen to Q confess. Don't look down on me. You frown on me. Say this man pain is not funny. Oh, let's just give him an egg and say Easter Bunny. Funny. Just want to be left alone like Macaulay Cucklin. There is pain. I hope you listening. Oh, you sick of hearing? Just know you should have some tearing. There is pain. Why you do the things you do? Signing out. Quanta Poet. Who you reply soon. And then I wrote Pain's reply. So this is Pain's reply back to me. So whom it may concern? Well, I guess on my job description. I'm the reason some I'm the reason some OD on their drug prescriptions. I'm the reason some off themselves and make me go away. I'm bad. 
no Michael Jackson track needed. I'm the reason you brought back the Quinn pen and pad coin. Without me, you wouldn't be the quiet and observant one. You're probably looking for a turn up, always partying in one, never civil. Always looking for some action one, so I'm glad I'm giving you pain. Yeah, I know it's hard, just know it's a blessing coming your way. And that's the message from God himself, the one that created everything, even me and my target to inflict pain. I'm only giving you pain so you'll become stronger, not weaker. Forgive me, cute poet, it wasn't my intention. But through the pain, like through the wire, you only make classics. Your career would be fantastic, so don't be mad at me. Thank me, because I discovered your poetry. Yours truly, pain. There is pain. Thank you. Wow. Go ahead. That's what I'm talking about right there. You know, I love the fact that you actually seen the topic and you decided, okay, I'm going to bless her with something, you know, to add to the show. You came in with your A game with a banging poetry. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. If you just imagine speaking that to your pain. That pain ain't got no choice but to go away. And I like the fact that you were basically saying that that pain is in your mind. In other words, you got to be stronger than the pain. That mindset got to be to the point where, like, look, I'm not going to let you overtake me. Right. I love that. I love that. But I got to ask you a question. So what was your motivation, you know, because I'm sure you had your ups and downs, your, your highs and your lows with that, you know, what was your motivation at that point? Uh, somebody asked me, like, um, you're talking about, like, what's my motivation for writing that poem? Well, that too, and your motivation for, like, pressing past that to live, because, you know, sometimes you do go through that depression, like, you know what, I'm ready to throw in the towel, but then, you know, you be like, you got, you come to grip. What, like, what caused you to get to that point? What, um, helped me is that, like, my story, because, like, I know that I'm here to be, I'm I'm meant to do something major in my life because, um, I like, it's so many times where I should have died. Like, it's so many times where I should have, I should not be here right now. And, like, when I was little, um, I was three years old, and I, um, I passed away. My lungs collapsed. So, like, I, I already had it. Like, I already went through death, to be honest with you. And, like, it's like, um, the higher power said no. You know he brought me back, and like that right there, like helped me realize that I I gotta I'm an inspiration, and I got to tell I gotta always tell my story because there's so many people out there that's dropping left and right, and if the higher power wanted if the higher power wanted wanted me to die, you know I I know that I'm not gonna die anytime soon because if you wanted me to die, I would I should have died when I was three years old, you know, wow. but, like, I didn't, you know, like, I died, but um, it was, like, God, like, just wanted to talk to me for a little bit, and then he uh, He let them bring me back, you know, and, like, I'm, that that's what drives me, because, like, that, and then, like, even when I was in the womb, the doctors asked my mom, did, did she want to keep me? When they, when they found wow. out I had, she had, like, that the baby was going to have sickle cell. The doctor asked, did she want to keep me? And then even on that, I was born three months early. So I was a premature, you know. So, I was, so like, for me to be able to, so it's so many obstacles, right? Like, first, I, 
the doctor trying to get in give get my mom to do an abortion and then um and then for me to be born three months early and then after that dying at three years old because of uh complications of sickle cell and coming back that's what drives me. Wow. And you know what? I look at it like, especially with this situation with Barbara Bush, and I say, that could have been me. You know what I'm saying? And and even though sometimes we fight, we fight, but sometimes sometimes it don't always turn out to be that you win. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it this way, because here's my standpoint, even in death you won. Because right. you I feel like this, there's no more pain. And you right. have to you you have to explain that to somebody that's going through sure. things that like that. You know what I'm saying? Even in death, you actually won. And I know somebody's probably For sitting sure. there like, huh? You know what I'm saying? Because that means that you fought the battle long enough. You proved your point. You know what I'm saying? Right. That I can live with this. I can do what I got to do. But when it's right. I said enough is enough. You know what I'm right. saying? It's time to change hats. And at that point, he's taking all that. You're getting a whole new body without any pain. But it's a blessing to see, you know, that your test has turned into a testimony. You know what For I mean? Sure. Especially at the end to other people who's going through that and may have lost someone through that. You have an awesome, awesome testimony. And, sweetie, don't ever forget, you know, the, um, your testimony. It never gets old. You will always encourage many people, and please keep telling your testimony. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. So much. And you know what? I need you to hit me up on Facebook. We need to do. We need. We need to chat because we yeah, need to encourage some more people. Yes. Yeah, so um. Yeah. Look me up. I'm I'm listed as Wonder Dre, and um, I like to talk to you a little bit more. We'll um exchange numbers. For sure. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You are a very good inspiration. I appreciate that. All right. So we do have another caller that's in the queue. And um, Splash, what you thinking about this? I hope we ain't over there making you sad now. You kind of quiet. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm no, listening to his little thing he had. It sounded really, really nice. I would listen to everything he had to say. Yes, indeed. I mean, that, that brother has an awesome testimony, and, and I'm sure somebody else is um, in the queue. We got a caller in the queue, and we're going to bring them on and see what they uh, got to say about the, this evening. So welcome, caller number two. Who do we have on the line this evening? How you doing, Wonder Drea? This is Oshun. Hey, lady, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing real good. Just tuning in, had to walk my dog, but I made it back in time to get through. I was just hearing, um, I, was that Daquan the poet? Yeah. Um, yeah, his, his, uh, his, it's not even like a story. His, his reality is like, he really, he shared that's so brave and, and he's still here and that's a, that's a wonderful yes. thing, man. Yes. I don't know a whole bunch about grave disease, but I want I'm gonna study and research it and you know find out all I can. But um, I know a little bit about sickle cell. I know a few people that you know have to go through that and stuff. And I don't know, just being sick is just it's not good at all, you know. And and for me, I had fibroid tumors like two years ago, and I was so sick and that. I could get around and do stuff, but it'll it be sometimes with a pain and hit, and no matter what I'm doing, i got to stop. 
whatever it is I'm doing. It feel like labor and delivery every day. And it made oh, no sense, you yeah. know. And then I kept going back and forth to the hospital. They found three tumors on the left side. And then they found three more on the right side. And they kept asking what I want to do. I said, you know what? I have enough children. And I'm going to have to go ahead and get this full hysterectomy. It's something I have to do for myself. And, you know, I had support from my family and my children, and I got it done. And that's why when you see me on Facebook doing flips and, and working out and stuff, I'm proud to have my body back because for two years I was really, really sick. You know, it was it was debilitating. Wow. You know what? And I understand how you felt, too, as a woman because I had fibroids, too. Um, oh, it's that so painful. Yes, I, I had it, and it was very painful. Um, as a matter of fact, um, a lot of people, you know, probably didn't even know this part about me, but I actually lost a child because of the mm. fibroids. Um, right. Because the fibroids had already started growing like a grapevine, and yep. in the midst of the yeah. pregnancy, it smothered the baby, so I couldn't carry the baby full term. So, right. it, you know, it, it, it was very painful. Um, and I had those removed, and then after that, they were like, you know, saying that they're the thing that got me was I knew that there was a slight chance that they was going to have to take the whole uterus, so they mm-hmm. also, you know, had you to sign the papers before that point in right. case that we can't save it, you know, are you willing to let us do that? So I had already signed the papers, and then when they, you know, I said, just do your best. And when I got up and, you know, finally gotten past the anesthesia part of the surgery, they said, well, we have news to tell you that, um, you know, we had to take your um, uterus and do a full hysterectomy. And I'm like, wow. I mean, is it bad enough the fact that I lost a child because of that? Right. But now you're taking my womanhood. But then I said, right. you know what? I'm faded. I'm neutered. That means that I ain't got to have no more cycles no more. So I'm good. Right. <laughs> right. That's how I felt too. And then I felt like if I was younger or if I had never had no children, it would have been a big, uh, a lot of thought put into it. I'd have been really sad, you know. But I, I, got, I got my babies. I, I'm done. So you know, after that surgery, you know, and I had endometriosis with it, so it was terrible together. Like, it was oh horrible. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, oh. and my doctors, they didn't know what was wrong with me. They kept sending me to different doctors. I had to do my own research, and I started researching, and I knew what was the matter with me because I kept having the symptoms, and I kept telling my doctors, and they kept saying, we don't want to do nothing. We're not too sure. We don't want to take something out, and that's not the problem. And it was a problem, and I was right. Right, and they went ahead and followed through with surgery. My insurance kicked in. Everything happened, and I'm and I'm just very happy that I'm here now because I kept saying I can't die. When I was in the emergency room, I said I can't die. I got too many kids. I got too many kids. I can't die. You know, I was like, who who gonna get my kids? I I cannot not be here. You know, right? So um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that I'm here though. I'm I'm glad, and and, and I feel like I'm not going nowhere. So I knew that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to shout out to you. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I was going to say in situations like that, you had to think of a bright side. And exactly. it was so funny because when you first come out of that surgery, you do feel like as a woman, like, oh my God, they just took my womanhood. But then right. the doctor snapped me out of that so quickly. And when I said that, he was like, mm. he said, now this might sound funny to me and it may not seem funny to you, but you're going to appreciate it later on. He was like, exactly. no more buying no pads, no more. You ain't got to worry about a period no more. And he was like, exactly. and then on top of that, he was like, you know, have you had all the kids you want? I said, well, no, I wanted to at least have one more kid. 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, he was just like, well, you ain't got to worry about that part no more. But the good part is you ain't got no more pain and you healthy. How about that? I said, you know exactly. what? I'm happy with that. <laughs> and I, I was so happy. And I was ready to turn flips in the hospital. I was ready to take this idea out. I'm done. I'm happy. I'm well. What y'all talking about? I'm not sick. You know, I was happy, but um, I'm, I'm glad that I made that choice for myself and that I did that research because I knew I was right. You know, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> So, yeah, but, um, yeah, thank you for having me on. Your topic is very, very mind-opening, mind and um, your calls are sounding good. The audience is enjoying you and stuff, and I'm enjoying your show. So i give a shout to you and the DJ and the callers. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for coming on and sharing your story as well. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you um, coming in. And um, you know what, Splash? I want you to think about this while we get ready to play our next track. What is your definition of a good life? I want you to think about it while we go to this next track, and we're going to talk about it. So, DJ, yes, DJ, what you got in the queue? Come on and lace me. Can you tell it on the baby? 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 Can you tell it
um, QTP, he, you know, I'm just going to say that uh, this young man, I was told about him. The people think I done lost my mind by a lot of the stuff that I write and, and things I've been saying. I, not just lately, I've actually been saying it really since uh, June 13, 1985 is when I experienced my, uh, what a lot of people call being born again and all kind of things like that. Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, when I he he's a living testimony because a lot of times people, you know, think I didn't flip my lid many many years ago. But you know they can say what they want, but he's he's living proof. And I was told about his coming in 1991, which was like two years before he got here. Um, now as far as your topic, I know he spoke about him passing away. I was there, you know, I am his father, his biological father. And his dad wow. as well, uh, but okay. um, I ain't no telling. I mean, I I'm not gonna get into you know how many times I actually passed away many 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 times, been put in wow. all kind of different situations. Okay, but that's besides the point. The bottom line is, you know, people have to take in consideration of our life. This is a roller coaster ride, and a lot of times. People get so caught up into the situation, like the here and now situation, and it's almost like a fan. You know, you can't see the uh, the forest for the trees. So it's more of a mind game. Certain things that that you know, me as a master sound therapist, part of why I'm here is to help offer certain. I want to say solutions because bottom line is a lot of people tend to make life a lot harder than what it should be or what it can be, okay? So uh, that's part of why I'm here, a part of this great network of O&E, and I know you're always doing your thing, and I just want to continue to show my support. Thanks for uh, allowing me to let my voice be heard. How about that? Oh, man, you know what? I I love hearing your voice, and you're very inspirational. And, um, you know, it's amazing to hear other people's um, testimonies about how they've been through, you know, and close to death. And you being um, the father, I can imagine how you felt. Can you talk about that briefly? I would would say this. I was told about his coming in, in, in like June of 1991. And mm-hmm. I did find out along with his mother. Yes, I did. You know, I'm very responsible for my actions and I did marry his mother. You know, he was, uh, he was created in love. And, uh, bottom line is they told me about his coming, what his name was going to be and all that kind of things like that. Now it was about six months when his mother was in her second trimester is when we got the news that he was, you know, because it was a chance. It was like a one in four chance that he either was going to be born with a trait like me. I got the trait. His mother got the trait. And lo and behold, you know, it was a, it was a, like a quarter of a chance of him actually being born with full-flown sickle cell. You know, wow. we were praying, you know, for him to, okay, well, you know, you have a trait. You know, we were trying to, you know, praying that that would be uh, all that he would end up with. But bottom line is, when we got the news that he was going to be born with full-flown sickle cell, I also received that he's going to be responsible for the cure. Now, I'm watching. Now, you got to remember, this was when he was already, let me see, 93 is when he was about to, to be delivered. Like he did mention, he was born 
prematurely about three months before he got here. Now, what's so unique about this story, I was told that he was going to come at my age of 25, okay? I was 25 at the time. Matter of fact, he was scheduled to get here. You want to listen to a miracle? Here's a miracle. Some people who might believe in miracles, you can call it what you want to call it. But mm -hmm. my delivery date is October 5th. If he had got here October 16th, the way that he was scheduled to get here, I would have been 26 years old. Now, keep in mind, I was told about his coming in 1991, which is like two years before he got here. Wow. You get what I'm saying? So right. bottom line is it was destined for him to be born prematurely because I still was 25. Mm -hmm. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yes. If he, had yes. Came here October, if he had came here October 16th, which would have been my mother's, uh, mother's birthday or delivery date, like I normally say, then I would have been 26 at the time. So that would have been completely nullified what I was told two years prior. You get exactly. what I'm saying? Right. So, so bottom, bottom line is, you know, I, I kind of laugh and smile now because back then with a lot of stuff that I was being told and what to write and, and you know, like my own personal book was opened up and given to me, all that kind of stuff like that, right? So I'm telling people all of this, and now to be able to see QTP uh, Quan Port coming to his own is all part of what was told to me many, many years before he actually got here. So he's destined for greatness. I know I'm destined for greatness. And in, in, uh, in case I fail with what they placed in my mind and my heart and my spirit, then, of course, he's like a second coming, you know. But the great thing about him, he wasn't born to be as radical as I am. You understand? Mm -hmm. And I, right. I, you know, I know that, and a lot of times, you know, he, he's very, very quiet. He's humble. Matter of fact, he's how I used to be before um, the resurrection of myself of June 13th, 1985. So I was that quiet person and, and all that kind of real, real sensitive and all that kind of stuff like that. So that's a little bit of my personal testimony, and wow. I just want to just share that with you and, and the rest of the listening audience, okay? Wow. wow. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Wow. You're very welcome. Thank you. you. Yes. Thank you so much for calling in and supporting, too. I really appreciate that. Wow. We are really we getting some tests and testimonies tonight, boy. I'm telling wow. you. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, we have another um track that we're going to go into right now. And I hope you all enjoying this soulful music that we got going on. Mr. Olaski, what you got for us? <laughs> Oh. 
Troublemaker twin that gets it in, and my man slash <laughs> you. Oh, I'm wonderful, enjoying the show, and just Thank wanted you. to give some input. Okay. Okay. On the first topic, your boy Trump, 
He's been uh-huh. playing political three card Monty since the Obama birther scandal. So right. nothing's gonna change there. And I really right. would like to give my uh condolences to the Bush family, you know, for yeah. Barbara Bush passing away and I just hope that, you know, this strengthens the family, makes them stronger and become closer together. Absolutely. And I would like to applaud Oshun, Kwan, the poet, and yourself for giving your powerful testimonies of how you triumph over illness. Exactly. And what Kwan, the poet, said really stuck out. You know, find purpose in your pain. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's in our mind, just like uh, our eloquent master sound therapist, uh, Huni Bakatun, just said, a lot of times people make it worse than it is. You know, when you put it in your mind and your psyche that, oh, this is the end, then, yeah, that's going to keep you in that funk. But mm-hmm. if you find a way, just like what Quan is doing, raising his voice through the power of poetry, and reaching hundreds of thousands of people, you know, making people aware of sickle cell that maybe didn't even know about it, making people question, well, maybe we should get tested in our family because, as I'm aware, it's a predominantly uh, disease, predominantly a, a, a disease that affects black people. And that piece that he did, Wow. Wasn't that powerful? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. To write about the Mm. circumstances of the pain, but then to have a reply from pain, that's brilliant. Isn't it? Yeah. That was an awesome poetry piece. Awesome. Yeah. And with regards to what constitutes a good life, I agree with what Splash said. You know, it's you being your best self, not letting people tell you who you need to be. You just live your life and be who you need to be. And Mm -hmm. the first thing about that is your health is your wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. When you take care of your body, it takes care of your mind, your psyche, your spirit. It, it, Mm -hmm. it, it, your soul is good. And so, Yes, everything that everyone is saying, you know, I applaud you again for it and for raising this topic again because I've heard you talk about Graves' disease before on a show where Mm -hmm. you interviewed the doctor. And it's a good comeback, you know, to just let people know, you know, take your health seriously. Oh, yeah, definitely. And not get caught up in the disease but find the ease in the disease. This mm-hmm. the disease and find the ease, live in the ease, and laughter does heal. Very therapeutic. They yes, do. You gotta laugh through your pain, and that's the oh, truth. Yes. I tell yes. people all the time. You know, uh, they be like, "Oh, Anna, you so crazy." It's like, "Hey, my crazy keeps me sane." Uh, <laughs> I like, yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, yes. so, yeah, I love keep, it. Keep doing your thing. Thank and you. Excellent show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Beautiful weekend. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in on the air and, and telling us, you know, uh, what you've enjoyed and adding your uh, comments to the show. I really do appreciate that. Much love. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, you know what, Splash? It's amazing because we talked about good life and uh-huh. um, the fact that you have to have purpose, you know. My thing is when you're going through illnesses and things like that and you're sick and, yeah, you're sick and tired of seeing doctors, you're sick and tired of seeing hospitals, you're sick and tired of taking blood and, you know, taking medication and stuff like this. But, you know, the one thing you got to always keep in mind is I'm going through this, but there got to be a purpose. Like uh-huh. I, all I can think of at this, purpose, at this, this point was there's got to be a purpose in my life for me to go through all of this. Like, when I get off this bed, and notice I said when I got off the bed, because I had to keep, I kept speaking prosperity over my own life at that point. You know Uh what I mean? When you start speaking more positivity into your life and you speak prosperity, that's when things become a whole lot better. You start feeling change. You start feeling different. So I said, you know, when I get up this bed, God, you got a purpose for me and whatever it is, I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know, Uh I'm going to ride it out to the end because for me to raise up off this bed, for me to live past this pain, there's got to be some type of reason and some type of purpose and I get it now. Do you know what I'm saying? Is to turn your test into the testimony. It's so that you can help somebody else. It is so that when you get out of a situation like that, it's like you got to better yourself. You got to better your life. You got to figure out what can I do now to help other people that might be going through something? What can I do to help other people in general? You know what I'm saying? Be a blessing to other people. You know, besides telling your testimony, you know, what are you doing physically that is helping people pass their pain? And, Uh you know, it was like God put me in some awkward situations where, you know, I got blessed to um, do hair in the nursing homes, going by the bedside. You know what I'm saying? And and actually doing hair by the bedside for those people that would never even see outside their room. You know what I mean? Talking with people and sharing them my testimony. You know what I mean? Talking to people who had, that, that was AIDS victims. You know what I'm saying? And, and telling them, hey, you know what? I know you're feeling this pain right about now, but there ain't no excuse not to look good. You know what I mean? mean? Yeah. It's no reason. And, you know, I had one guy that told me, for what? What am I going to look good for? I'm getting ready to die anyway. I said, why not go out looking good? If that's I the way that's you funny. feel, you know what I'm saying? But what well, I'm saying is it ain't got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? If you saying you speak of negativity, the negativity is what it's going to be. But why not look good while you're going out? But then yeah. I told him, you know, you was not born with no tag on your toe. You know what I'm saying? The doctors don't know when your day is for you to leave. You know what I'm saying? Only God got that that date, that time, and everything when it's your turn. You know what I mean? And we all will get our turn. But I was like, it ain't no sense in waddling self-pity. Get yourself together. Get up off this bed, and you're going to act like you got some sense and get your hair cut. And by the time I got to talking to him, he felt so good. Not only did he start crying, but he was like, man, you made me feel so much better. 
He was oh. like, that was therapy. You know, then he, every time I came to his room, he started getting better and better and better. And he would thank me so much. And then I shared my testimony to him. And I said to him, I said, you know what? Now I get it. I get why there was a purpose for me to go through this. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm kind of glad, you know, that I came out of this to help somebody else. Now I'm in home health care, going to different people's houses, taking care of them, you know what I mean? Getting them showered and dressed and taking them for walks and things like that. Some of them may not be able to walk. They may be in wheelchairs, but I'm wheeling them out. You know what I mean? Saying, come on, we got to get out of this, you know, this house. is. You know what I mean? We're not going to have you sitting here being depressed. Let's, I don't care if we got to walk around the complex building or ride around the complex building. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Those are things that you do when you come out of a situation like that. You got to flip it and say, you know what? What can I do to be a blessing to somebody else in their life? You know, and and I've been put in a strange situation like that, but it's for a reason. It's for a purpose. And, you know, I know we, you know, going to get and Gozi is going to come in and he's going to give us his time. But I know we're going to have to do a part two to this because, you know, we got so much to talk about because people got to realize, see, I want to know, like, here's my whole thing. When it's all said and done, and this is the very next one, are you ready for the checkout? Uh Have you lived a good life? You know, and not just have you lived a good life, but, you know, stuff like retirement. You want to live to see a retirement. You know, what about your finances? What about your family? What about your money? What about, you know what I mean? Do you have everything set in order? Oh, we got a lot to talk about. And we're going to definitely continue this next week. But we're going to have our comments and our last sayings and everything, too. But I'm going to bring Mr. Ngozi in. And then after that, we're going to bring our little comments in. And then just to let everybody know, we are going to come in with playing um, with part two next week because this is an awesome topic. And hearing everybody's testimonies was just awesome. You know, I love it. This is the type of that we need in our life. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. Guys, we had fun and and we got a chance to, you know, you know, hear some testimonies and stuff. So that's what I'm talking about right there. But now without further ado, the man that brought you to Neil So I'm gonna bring you Mr. Ngozi. Take us away, Ngozi. I'm so proud of the show tonight. Uh, what more can I say that I've already been said? Um, I didn't have to go through a disease, but I went through a lot in California, the disease of genocide. Can I, can I, can I, can I bear witness tonight? Can I still, you know, you know say my testimony? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, gangbangers and agents, 11. And a set track, Brother Splash Frazier, for all of us, in California to die. If it wasn't for my parents bringing me to Philadelphia, I would have died or been in prison. There is a sickness out there as well that I want you guys to talk about in part two is the trap that's out there for our children and how we have to be, you know, strong as parents to make sure they don't fall into that trap. If my parents didn't step up, I'm in part of the system or been in the ground. Um, everyone has their own testimonies of life. Life is doing what you love to do and continue doing what you love to do, you know, on a constant basis, like I always say, right? So like, this mm-hmm. is the 1400th 
and 22nd time I've been on the air. Again, loving it so much that I never called out not one single night. Been here, been listening, been producing for almost six years. And the wonderful thing about what you said tonight is you never give up. Yeah, my twin almost checked out of here, you know, and look at her now. Nowhere near checking. Splash, right. thank you so much in 2017 and 18, you know, with his tooth and a lot of surgery, two different surgeries. And and a lot of times Splash Frazier has come on this show and, and on his show in pain. Splash, yes. I want to let, you know, let you know something right now, man. Thank you so much for your sacrifices, what you've done. And don't yeah. think I noticed. I didn't notice. I noticed. And I thank mm-hmm. you because those, 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 those units are Accord us to have, and accord us, and afford us to have the outstanding legacy that we have. When you see our our um, videos that say the legacy continues, we're not playing. We go right back to Dar Henderson. The first show we ever had was a gay rights show. Okay, February fourth, two thousand thirteen, to this show, which is the fourteen hundred and twenty second edition of what I've done. Almost amazingly, one thirty second of my life on the air, out of what almost 48 years of life, I've been so blessed to be able to love broadcasting. And this is the type of show with, with Oshun's show and, 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 and all the shows that we had this week going to next week. And, of course, don't forget, you know, we start off again, amazingly how time flies. I'm telling you, time flies, and it don't wait for no man, okay? And it can go right back to Antonia Bass next week with informational guru, that quickly, and then Jesus, that who pleases us, notorious. <laughs> I don't know that, right? So we, we're, we're blessed to have just a talented crew of people that love each other and build each other up. This is O-N-E. This is, you know, these O-N-E stations. And like I said, we'll be back uh, Studio A Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time for informational guru with Antonia Bats. And, of course, Jesus at 10 Eastern Daylight right here. Uh, you know, it's just wonderful. One will be at Damon, which is Antonia, and, of course, she will be at Beverly Nation. What more can I say but that this wonderful national syndicated radio has been brought to you by Beverly Nation. And we have advertisers through O-N-E, which is Oladelli Ngozi Enterprise. You can reach us, of course, at www.lookingglassentertainment.wordpress.com as well as Ngozi Primetime 1 at bevnet.com. We are. And Gozi Time at both Twitter and Instagram. Oladelli and Gozi, both Pinterest and Google Plus. Oladelli Malay and Gozi, of course, at Facebook, as well as our business page, the one that's one of are and Beverly Nation Online Radio. Any comments, suggestions, to our wonderful programming tonight? Oladelli.ngozi, both my and gmail.com. What more can I say? Twin, thank you so much. Splash, thank you so much for outstanding broadcast. Why? Because we're going to need the ONE stations. And I'm still your mother and father's favorite producer. Ola Deli Malayo and Gozi. How many times have I said that twin? <laughs> Saying goodnight to all the folks out there on Sports Radio support us on a constant basis. Back to the program. Twin. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. And Splash, what you got to say about tonight's show? I think tonight's show was an excellent, excellent, great show, good topic. I enjoyed everybody's testimony and everybody getting a chance to open up and spread their um opinions 
and um and looking forward to part two because it seems like a lot of people had a lot on their mind and was able to to express that. So it was a great show. I enjoyed it. That's awesome. And you know what? It's good to express because um, that's what radio is all about, expressing what's on your mind. You know, that's why we encourage people to constantly press star eight because, you know, that's star eight to relate because we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. And we heard, you know, a few opinions and stuff, and we're going to look forward to some more next week, you know, with talking about it because, you know, the thing is, you have to live your life and, you know, make use out of it, make it a purpose, you know. Um, and then when it comes down to being sick, you know, you got to kind of think of the bright side. You know, you could have been wrote off, but there's a reason and a purpose why every day you waking up seeing the sun, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, a testimony that comes out of this at the end because you get a chance to share what you've been through. You know, and and I love that. You know, I love the fact that, okay, nobody wants to go through pain. Nobody wants to go through suffering. You know what I'm saying? But then when the victory part come, everybody wants to be, you know, jumping up and down. Oh, I got this. I got that. You know, God bless me. You know, but sometimes you got to go through some war, some, you know what I mean, some stuff before you can get to the victory and, you know, and the excitement of telling everybody your testimony and all that type of stuff. But so many people sit there and they waddle in self-pity. It's like, get over it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Think in a positive note. I'm here. I may as well make something out of this. You know, uh, my motivation. I don't care if it means that you're writing a book on your sickbed or if you're writing a poetry you know, on your sick bed. You know, there is reason and there is purpose. And the thing is, we're going to go, we're going to really get into it next week because we're going to be talking about, you know, how to deal with the stress level of the whole situation, you know, finances and stuff. If you were to actually check out, would you be ready? You know, would you have your family set up? What about family heirlooms and stuff like that? You know, we're going to go in a whole lot deeper next, you know, next week. Um, and just giving the people advice as far as what to do. You know, sometimes we don't get ourselves prepared. When we get these second chances, we don't always take it to the point where we lining our life together, you know, and telling our children if something was to happen, this is what we need to do. And this is what I need you to do. This is what I'm leaving to you. All the bills is going to be taken care of. And, you know, the house is going to be paid for and things like that. What are you doing with your time? Are you making it useful? Are you being successful? Are you helping someone else? Are you telling your testimony? Are you influencing other people that may have went through the same thing? These are things that we are talking about on the next show. So you don't want to miss this next week. Please make sure you tune. I'm sorry, not next week, two weeks from now. Please make sure you tune in to another episode of Nationally Syndicated Radio. I am your favorite host again. Once again, this is Wanda Dre. I'm signing off with laughter and fun, but love. Peace, y'all. I'll see y'all in two weeks.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.